Mama Red Podcast. We take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Modingo, and with a ice-filled red solo cup of Mitcher's Single Barrel Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey is Vincent Van Bro. What's up? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you keep naming all these historic... <laughs> Oh, this isn't me. This is one of our, our listeners. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you, you, you're saying that uh, these artists, man, and it's, you know, I'm pretty pumped about that. I mean, I got history of my awesomeness and I mean, they're known from great stuff. I mean, I guess. Just don't cut your ear off, man. You know, something's going to happen, but. I'm pretty excited about that, man. There's a lot of, I'm, I'm there, there from are star lot, Wars there to are these a lot of historical famous, figures on this list and, that, there, and there's still more. I mean, I think that's just what you guys think of me. And I really appreciate that. I really, <laughs> you know, the very first one, I wasn't quite sure, but I'm really digging these names. So either you're setting me up to really piss me off at one point, or you're going to keep these awesome ones coming. Cause it's one thing that I have but that Jenna have to, doesn't have. There's a couple I have to wait for football season though. Yes. <laughs> Jenna doesn't have nicknames. That's okay. But she does have a title, our social media director and show note editor. And, and wristband. Yes. Wristband. Uh, computer. Yeah. Jenna Fisher. Hey. Hey. How you doing? I'm all right. How are you? I am well. Uh, Jenna, she's making sure she's practicing uh, safe podcasting day. Uh, <laughs> using her uh, lifting belt, working on her bracing. Yes. As she sits down. Don't forget to push into yep. it. Sits down. Just don't uh-huh. fart. Just remember that, guys. When you're always advocating for this show that I cannot name, just remember, she sits down. Well, I have to sit down right now because I'm broken. Well, what about the times when you're unbroken? Yeah, she's been broken for about a year now, <laughs> since January. I'm fidgety. <laughs> so standing up, you're not fidgety? I don't make as much noise. Are you kidding me? You've never tried. You've never tried, Jenna. You've never tried to stand up with us. I'll try next time when I'm not bent in half. Guys, you have to forgive us. Jenna's a bit moody tonight. We're actually probably going to cut her mic off halfway through because she's been saying rude things. Well, it's probably uh, some of that uh, rye that we gave her earlier. It's, it's, it's finally starting to settle in. Her cheeks are a little rosy. I am a little buzzed, not going <laughs> to lie, but it's okay. Try uh, to get that hip to stop hurting so much. <laughs> if you can't feel your face, your hip's going to be just fine. I think I would feel this even if I couldn't feel anything. So we're just kind of catching up this. Uh, with this particular episode, there were a lot of uh, stuff that you guys uh, put it on the social media channels. And um, so we're going to get address some of those, but starting off with like, why is your hip jacked up? Was it because of the competition from this weekend or no? Um, it happened before that. My back was tight for a little bit. And then it's Kara's fault because she messaged <laughs> me. I even have it screenshotted on my phone. Exactly <laughs> what it was and when it was. Was this she after you had your hundred dollar uh, messaged me of uh, what FaceTime doctor call <laughs> May 28th. I think I'm going to try to what are you? I put, I don't know with the monkey with its hands over its eyes. I don't, or I want to, but at the same time, I don't know if I should. And then I tried to do, or I maxed out my back squat and then I did a burpee over the sandbag. And then a bunch of pressure just went to my back. Um, and then I was bent in half for mm. five days and I went to a physical therapist and then she said that my vertebrae was rotated to the left. My sacrum was to the right and my left hip was pushed forward. But, um, which is, that's your good hip, right? No, that's my bad. That's hip. your bad one. Okay. And then competed Saturday. I kind of, it felt a little off before that, but I had been working out a couple of days before that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I just do what I do best. Competed in power hour again. I'm going to need more of that whiskey mode. Cause I, I'm d- depressed right Dude, about after now. hearing that story. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually just going to take it straight from the bottle. <laughs> Cue the violin music. <laughs> yeah. So competing in power hour probably didn't help that. Probably not. But, uh, along with, uh, who was on your team? It was Allie. Uh, Kara and Angie. Angie. Yeah. And then bro competed as well along with, uh, who was the other team? Uh, Amber, Brittany, Nicole, and Caitlin. And then your team was me, Pat, Pat. Tony, Alex. Oh, that's like the, 
that's, that's like the juggernaut squad right there between uh, Tony and Pat right there. Fucks up me. Just like all the dead, you, know, you, you give Tony all the deadlifts and you give Pat all the uh, wall balls or <laughs> and rowing. Which, yeah. You can't row if your back's locked up. True. No, it's, no we, it was fun. I always like competing with those guys and we did pretty good considering. Yeah, what, we're, we're, what, we're part-time crossfitters. Yeah, what do you say Pat hadn't, hadn't worked out in two weeks or something? Well, that was his first workout in, in two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nothing like a, you normally most people will get a wad in, you know, if, if, if they've been off for two weeks, Pat just went ahead and got a comp. In. He got in like the night before <laughs> and then woke up and had a competition. Welcome back, Pat. Yeah. Uh, you're up. <laughs> Hope you're ready. Should be rested. So yeah, since the last time we recorded, a bunch of stuff has happened. So aside from that power hour um, competition last week, the week before you were in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Yep. For the Granite Games. There's no good coffee shops up there. Let me tell really? you. Oh, so disappointed. There's a college town. There's nothing there. What, which you know, which schools there? Is that uh, St. Cloud? I mean. University. Oh, okay. Yeah, nothing cool. It definitely was a college town because they had all bars. And, and no one, coffee shops? It was, it was bad. Where do all the hipsters go hang out? Not there. <laughs> they don't go there, Mo. <laughs> Let me tell you straight up. Like the only coffee shop that was, was like legit Starbucks? was, no, uh, was, they don't even have Starbucks there. Well, I guess they do, but they have this other one. I forget the name of it. Some weird ass place. Is it the Moose one? Or? Yeah. <sighs> Caribou coffee? Caribou. Okay. Cara shit. That's what it is, Mo. <laughs> That's bad. That is so bad. I got a cold brew there and they put, um. We used to have one here at the green. Oh, really? It didn't. Yeah. It's I can gone. see why. Yeah. Uh, what did they put? I asked for whole milk and they put. um Like soy milk? Nope. Not half and half. Cream? They, like full cream? Heavy cream. Heavy cream. They put heavy cream in my damn cold brew. Instead of. Whole milk. Whole, okay. Heavy whipping cream. Yeah. Totally it's, it's different. It's not the same. It's not the same. No. They think it's the same. That's why they don't have good coffee up there. Only good coffee shop was at Granite Games. They had like this nitro place that was set up. Uh-huh. But they were selling that weird stuff with uh, like hemp juice and shit in it. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, no good coffee shops. They had an insomnia cookie. Got- oh, so they have those at my son's college. Yeah. And so for those of you that have listened for, I have a son in college and we still like, I can see his bank account. And every once in a while, my wife and I will go in there and check out. And then- I would always see these charges like after midnight insomnia cookies, insomnia cookies. So I thought it was code for like, he had a, he had a plug or something that was bringing him like, <laughs> like some, like weed or something in the middle of the night, but it's a, it's it, like crack. Oh, so it is like crack. So it's it. The thing is that I, I researched, which I was pissed off about, but got to give them props for is they don't franchise. It's the same family that owns all of them. Oh. They are only in college towns. And their hours are like 3 p.m. to like 3 a.m. It's something mm-hmm. really bizarre. So what they do is that you basically, there's an app where you can go to the website and you order cookies. Ice cream. Cookies, ice cream, and ice cream sandwiches. Milk. Yeah. Milkshakes. Yeah, they yeah milkshakes. Yeah, that's the new thing. And all these, that's all they have. Cookies, milkshakes, ice cream. But they're hot. All the cookies but, okay, are hot. So yeah, so when they deliver them to you, though, it's like they, they don't make the cookies till you call and order them. Well, no, and the then, cookies were made, but they keep them in a, in those like Domino's pizza yes. box, hot boxes. So when the dude shows up to your door, you have a box of hot, hot cookies. cookies. And I tell you what, man, <laughs> if you haven't had a box of hot cookies delivered to your hotel room, like at one o'clock in the morning with ice cream and milk, you haven't lived. <laughs> so I took Eric, Klaus and Joe there uh-huh. the first time. And, uh, Eric's bill came up. It was like $21 for cookies. <laughs> He's been on cookies. Yeah. Like there were massive cookies. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then of course we went there like on Friday and, Oh, you physically went to the store. Mm-hmm. I've never been to the actual oh, store. I've only yeah, had we them delivered. And then, uh, went there Friday and then put it on Instagram and Carrie seen it. And then that's all she could stop. She couldn't stop thinking about having those cookies. So on Sunday we got, after got she competed, yeah, well, went back and, you know, both showered and, um, Went and ate, uh, she wanted a burger and she wanted cookies. So we got a bur- burger and cookies and so and she so, got ice cream as well. So, you, okay. You were up there for Granite Games mm-hmm. because you were, you were coaching one yep. of your athletes. Yep. The athlete is. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, we've talked about Carrie a few times on here. Yeah. Um, no, not in depth, but it, it would be cool to ha- have her on the show. <clears throat> <clears throat> Carrie. Yeah. She'd come on here. <laughs> 
you might have to prod her a little bit okay. to talk, but um, no. So she had qualified. Well, originally she didn't qualify. She finished 13th. They only took the top 10. In what division? Uh, 45 to 49. Okay, masters. so a master's athlete. Yep. And I think there was 90 women in her division for Granite Games. Okay. And um, how, how do you get to the, the Granite Games? You have to qualify. And they, what, online qualifier? Online qualifier. Do they do in-place qualifiers too? What do you mean? I know they have like those... There's something they do. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Is that completely different? Different. Yeah. Okay. So she finished 13th and then we took the top 10 and I was in West Virginia or in Virginia doing the athlete camp and then she ended up getting the invite Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to say, I knew that it was still possible because when you're within like... If you're a 15th and you take the top 10, you still have a legitimate chance of going because people- People drop out. Drop yeah. out injury, something comes up, something happens, or they can't afford it. Yeah. And um, so she gets an invite and decide, you know, we had a talk and I told her, I was like, hey, it's up to you. And she was worried about finishing last. This is before we went. Mm-hmm. And, which I can understand. Um, not going there and then doing well and spending a bunch of money to do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know- she asked my opinion. I said, look, you know, there's two things you can do. One, you know, we can go and it's going to be a great experience for you because you want to take this serious. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's no better knowledge you can gain than actually being there. And get, you did get, get inside invite, the lines. Yep. Right. Um, two, if the workouts go well, you can do fine. Mm-hmm. I said, it's different than the online stuff. I said, there's people who do okay and barely make the online. Then they go and podium at the actual event because mm-hmm. it's, they're two total different type of things. Yeah. And I said, depending on the workout, you could do, you could, we could be looking at podium. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, or you can just say, Hey, at least I got the invite and just continue training the things that you're weak on. Mm-hmm. And, she, and, and for reference, the granite games, it, as of this year, it is one of the qualifiers so, so, yeah, for the games, for the games, not for it, masters though. It's the last qualifier, qualifier for, in the, in the, yep. in, in the United States of the CrossFit season. So it's, a, it, this isn't like a small throwdown. This is like a huge no, competition. Yeah, CrossFit games and water plus and granite games, and granite games top three yeah, top before three. all this stuff happened mm-hmm. with the sanctionals. So it's been around for a minute. It's still a top three in yeah, my opinion. It's got, you know, it, it's, it's got a significant following. Um, great coverage on flow elite. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. So uh, I said, you know, then money was brought up and it knew it'd be expensive. And we would say, we you know we'll do a fundraiser and raise what we can mm-hmm. and whatever. And, and it being very, it's just expensive to go there. It was CrossFit games. The hotel was ridiculous. It was like, yeah. Cause eight, they jack all the prices. $800 a person just for the hotel. Uh-huh. And which is ridiculous to me. And, um, so, uh, one, well, but not only that, it was kind of late too, because you guys had about a month warning. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It, it, was, it was, it was almost 30 days, right? Yeah, it was exactly just over. And so uh, that was the options. And she talked over to her husband and I was like, Hey, ultimately it's your decision. Mm-hmm. If you want to go, I'm definitely down. If you want to keep training and, and focus on October for the open? For the open yeah. You can do that. So she decided to go and then we just started attacking it. And that was the hardest part was, you know, prior to games had 13 weeks to get ready. So mm-hmm. you can get a lot of change done in that, yeah. in that time. But now we're talking for less than four weeks. You if that, yeah, you're really yeah. just focusing on cleaning up some technique, not a lot of time for adaptation. Skill, yeah. You're not, you know, your strengths where it's at, your skills can be better. Um, but yeah, that's what we're really focused on. And, uh, she went there and she ended up taking seventh, uh, which we just had our check checkout meeting today. And, uh, but she was sitting in fifth with a chance at third mm-hmm. through two d- day two of competition. And then she also won an walk, event. Yeah. She won the handstand walk event. Yeah. She got first, which is really cool. Um, and so going to day three had an opportunity to, uh, get fourth, but not third. She could definitely get fourth. Third was tough. She had an opportunity in day two to get to third. Um, and then, uh, so finishing fourth or fifth, that was the goal was fifth, fifth or above. And then, um, she had a bad last event and it knocked her to seventh by just a few points, mm-hmm. but she had five workout, four or five workouts that was divided, decided by a rep, literally a second, mm-hmm. literally a hundredths of a sec, uh, two hundredths of a second by there's a three-way tie for the sprint. Mm-hmm. And, um, from, I think it was fifth, fifth, sixth and seventh. It was all decided by hundreds of a second mm-hmm. to where, and she got the end of it. So, 
but overall great experience. She learned a lot. She did great. You know, I told her today that the biggest thing I was concerned was her mentality. She has a really easy, she likes to give up on herself way too easy mm-hmm. in here, um, especially and caught a couple of times in her training and um, just not to panic. And when things aren't going right, you can't, you got to figure it out because the workout doesn't stop and you're out there in the middle of everybody. Yeah, the clock and still she runs. Did, yeah. She did phenomenal with that. And um, it was her first individual competition ever, which is a pretty big stage yeah. to have that. And that was, and that's why I asked about the clarity of what the Granite Games was. So for this to be her first competition on this stage, mm-hmm. you know, that's pretty damn good to one, get an invite yeah, and two, to show up, win an event. Yeah. And the girl that won it this year, she won Wadapalooza this past year uh-huh. and missed going to CrossFit Games by three spots this current year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other- So it wasn't like she was competing against- No, these like, girls- mm-hmm. She definitely- GPP folks. Oh, no. The top three women were legit. Mm-hmm. Um, she, and Carrie was better than the rest or equal to. Honestly, mm-hmm. it showed the at the competition. It just didn't pan out. Yeah. And in addition to- her only having roughly four weeks to prepare. I mean, she also has a career, you know, and yeah. she's got kids. Yes. <laughs> so she is not like she's a full-time professional CrossFitter. No. Yeah. And uh, no, that's what we kind of talked about was winding down from that. And um, she wasn't able to work out at all last week when she got back, mm-hmm. which ended up being a benefit um, because you can definitely get burnt out. And, and we've kind of talked about that before. Cause um, it was, Jenna. was it six workouts? seven, I think. Okay. And yeah. So, and she, she, um, had a clean ladder. She hit her PR clean current max for three reps, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. Yeah. So, and that was huge and one, won an event and was competitive and pretty much all Everything, the other, yeah, all the, the ones others, that I got, to all the others, to but yeah. one, and that was strict handstand pushups. Other than that, she was competitive in every single one just had a couple of mistakes. Got to improve here and there, but yeah, pretty cool experience for, for her and it's cool. Not, not bad for a first individual comp. Nah, it was, it was good, man. It was good. To, and she got to meet some people that she can be friends with now. And just know. some people in her, in her atmosphere that she can kind of communicate with. Right, and just you know, you have come, friends. Well, yeah. you come here and you grind against people like Jenna every day. And you know, Jenna's half your half age, her age, literally, literally. Yeah. And you know, you know, Carrie's, she never, I never knew this until we started really kind of working closer together was, um, she never played any sports in school. Really? This is it. I didn't even know how old she was until oh, yeah. like a few days before she left. And when they told me how, yeah. how old she was, I was like, get this shit out of here. Right. No, no way. Yeah. So I think that's something that kind of, you know, you've seen is, you know, so we've talked about Jenna, she can go to that dark place and she has like a killer instinct. That's something Carrie never has developed because she's never played a sport. Mm-hmm. And you do. And when you compete at a higher level, it's, in it's, sport, it's crazy that she's that, talented without having an athletic background yeah, crazy because i've seen her work out before she doesn't look unnatural yeah you know? so it, it's it's crazy yeah no sport background and and did really well so so among other things uh that we've had happen you all had your five-year anniversary yeah had some decent food it's okay <laughs> did you get any don't even go there <laughs> So for those that don't know, I kind of dabble in um, some barbecuing. It's a habit that I picked up while I was uh, stationed in Texas before I moved back to Ohio. And one of the things uh, my wife and I like to to cook is a uh, brisket. And last year, bro approached me about uh, cooking some food for him for his uh, anniversary party. So we did it. And uh, I think I made, I think I made total 30 pounds last year between brisket and pork shoulder. And I was actually able to be here for that one. And I was a little concerned because I was like, oh crap, there's all this food left over. You know, I, I felt bad that there was all this extra food. And bro was like, no, I'm good, man. I, I don't have to meal prep now. Yeah, I got all this meat, you know, this, this will last me a week. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, so a year goes by, he asked me to hook it up again. So knowing bro likes leftovers, I was like, well, let me kick it up a little bit. I'll make just straight up 30 pounds of brisket, you know, still make another, you know, 10 pounds of pork and, uh, we'll go from there. And, uh, so unfortunately I wasn't able to be there because I had a a DJ gig that same night. 
So I came by, dropped off the brisket. And this time I actually made a, some different hot sauces or barbecue sauces. So I made a regular one, a spicy one, and a one that I labeled use at your own risk. <laughs> Which some people did. <laughs> Which some people did. And apparently they liked it. But uh, I'd say maybe about an hour after I left, I get a text message and it's a picture of the pans yep. that uh, it's a bad time <laughs> I had put the put, that I put the meat in, and there's like scrapes, and I'm like, I was like, no, I was like, no, man, there's two more pans of each. You're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bro, text back, it's all gone. Yeah, and I was like, what? Yeah, I was like, what the hell happened? I think your scale was off. <laughs> did Jenna, did you put some in your bag? Yeah. In your snack bag? I should have. <laughs> That was good, really man. Think about it. You know, Jenna was first in line, like always. Oh, she was? Always. No, I wasn't, actually. People were trying to sabotage me and talk to me so that I couldn't be <laughs> So that be you first. couldn't be first in line? Is, See, that, is that her thing? Dude, yeah, she's quick to there, man. But then Randy let me cut, I think. <laughs> no, it was good food, man. It was a good time. Um, had so a five-year anniversary. Congratulations. Yeah, it's cool. We love uh, being able to celebrate it with everybody. And um, it, Had I known... I would have had the opportunity to see Pat hula hoop. I probably would have stuck around a little bit longer. That's messed up, man. Cause <laughs> you know, you ditched us, you know, it was a high school graduation. I'm going to be there for validus. <laughs> I have a wedding dude. <laughs> Barely was able to do smash fest. <laughs> What's going on, man? Hey, I, I, When's I, a podcast ending? It's, it's life, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Angie did say something funny. She's like, "You're busier now that you're retired than when you were active duty." And I was thinking about that. When you I was actually are, home. and that's bullshit. And I actually am. Yeah, dude, <laughs> you actually are. I like the the mo the, who the didn't know mo who could just leave work. <laughs> you shouldn't go back from being retired. Unretired. Yeah, unretired. They'll take you back. I think they need I, people. I don't know. I, I think I think a war would have to kick off or something in order for me to uh, no, have to go back. Good. They need you. <laughs> They probably don't even remember my name. That's usually how it works out. But uh, it was like, by the time I left, there was a gang of people here. Yeah. Um, had just over 70. Yeah. Had, had lots of games, lots of prizes, lots of food. A ton of food. It was a good time, man. I love, I love those opportunities to get everybody together that from all the different classes and, you know, people's schedules come and go and, you know, it's just, the summer gets really hectic, so our schedule is kind of like we always get a lot less people in through the the summer, mm. and it's just because of sports and yeah. and things like that. Vacation so, travel, yeah, it's just so it was cool. Get everybody there and everybody have a good time, and and the food was good, energy was good. So yeah, and Jenna took pictures. Jenna took pictures as always. A couple, yeah. And then in the midst of all that, someone decided they were going to make bracelets of this show that I can't mention. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Jenna? Well, <laughs> a, like a week or so ago, we got a package here. Um, There's a lot of random packages that just show up here. Well, I got a package. It was on my desk. I opened it, and that was the first set of bracelets, and I yeah. sent them. I thought one of y'all made it. Then I thought maybe someone followed us on Instagram uh-huh. and was trying to get our business. Uh-huh. Because it had this weird hashtag. Oh, you didn't on make it. those either? No. Oh, I thought you did. No. And, oh. then, and then I didn't know who made them. And then got another package. And as another, it's more of those bracelets. I don't even open it. And then, of course, it, dro- it drove Jenna nuts. Like, we got to open it. So you open it, and it's some damn black ones. <laughs> and what did they say, Jenna? Sure. Well, first of all, what the, the first order that came in, what did they say? They said that what all of them should say. Is it one more rep? No, oh. what they all should say is hashtag DBALB, which means don't be a little bitch. <laughs> and they do. Yeah, the, all of the one more rep ones do. But then there's only which are, which three are bright, or four which left. Which are, they're one more rep yellow. Yes, yeah. nice and bright. And then, and then the other ones. They're black like someone's soul. <laughs> no. And they say Fisher and Prince, and there's mm. only four left, and there's a bag well, and a half left of one more. We had two ones. bags. Well, well, they only made like what five of those Fisher and Friends. No. Those, yeah. those. There was a whole bag. 
a bag that's relative. Like there could be five. Think of potato chips. You, you, know think, you think there's a whole bag of potato chips, but it's really only like a quarter full. Nope. The yellow bands have been sitting there for quite some time. No one grabbed them. And then that's two when bags. everyone found out about Fisher and Friends, they were like, save me one. Save me one. Really, what it's not even enough. I, I think it's all those fake Instagram uh, handles that she has. <laughs> yeah, she started like spawning. So, really, what happened was Jenna is taking these and putting them in her bag. And what's <laughs> going to every day she comes in, she takes one yeah, out. Yeah, and we'll be at, we're going to be at a competition one time, and I'm going to see them all fall out when she pulls out her lifters. <laughs> I'm going to started selling them. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, so Car- someone randomly Carly the, did. Yeah. The so one. no, the the one more rep ones. Carly, she made them. Oh, okay. Is that, does she have a machine or something? Or? No, she bought it, have them done. And oh, I thought you were saying like she physically so, made them. So I met her down at, um, she actually, they came up and did my bloody Valentine, Chris and them. And Chris trains with them Okay. in Virginia. And then went down and did the athlete camp and she did it. And she started listening to our podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, thanks a lot. That's, that's super sweet. No. I appreciate that. No, no. no. Oh, oh. oh, no. Oh, she made the evil ones. She made them all, Mo. Oh, she made all of them? Yeah. Oh, see, you can't, yeah. <laughs> yeah two wrongs don't make a right. <laughs> no, she uh, she sent me a message because we didn't know who made them. Mm-hmm. I swore. She actually Je- sent me a message first. Probably. And then she told me not to tell anybody. <laughs> well, didn't know who made them. And I figured Jenna just made them just to make herself feel better about herself. <laughs> and, and then Car- kind of time, apparently. <laughs> well, Carly uh, messaged me and saying that she... She said I was putting like angry emojis and, and stuff on people wanting the Fisher and Friend ones. Oh, so she fessed up. She thought I was really pissed. I really don't care. <laughs> she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. She's like, I thought I did it to be a joke. And I was like, no, don't no. ever joke. Like, no, no, it was really cool that she did that. And I didn't know what the hashtag one was. And then someone, someone guessed it. That listens like to our podcast. People. Yeah. Don't be a little they, bitch. They must listen. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know what it meant. But you guys don't. Huh? To not be a little bitch. What are you saying? It says don't be one, <laughs> but you guys don't listen. What do you mean don't listen? I have to listen. You don't even listen to our show. Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I bet you if we 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 get our um Apple Podcast app out, there's probably no little check marks on on any of our I episodes. Bet you, yeah, you don't even subscribe to us. I bet you shouldn't. No, it was really cool that she did that. And yeah, that's a super huge. Just we're getting gift. a, a we, package we like that. that. I really thought it was some just someone trying to get our business. In reality, I think Carly was just starting to, trying to start shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what else happened. We did have a, a so a little bit of bad news that, that kind of happened to hit our town. We had a couple. We had some tornadoes hit on Memorial Day, right? Yeah, um, seven. Jenna, how many? It's like 14. I've heard, I've heard 14. It just what? didn't date. It keeps I've, going up. I've heard up to 20 uh, between here and like Salina. My brother just had one last week, yeah. a county below him in Toledo. Yeah. The, um, it was just one of those freak, freak issues where they came through. Did you guys even hear the alarms where you're at? Yeah. Mine was late. Mm-hmm. I know hers went off early. Yeah. Cause uh, I, what I live probably what, 30 miles away from you guys, give or take. Mm-hmm. Um, and excess is like right in the middle of uh, where we Whatever. all live. <laughs> yeah. Right in the middle of where all this stuff is going. <laughs> yeah. Where all the tornadoes were going down. And um, like, I heard the sirens probably around midnight, give or take. Like I was watching the news and they were saying, you know, they were all going to be North. So I wasn't really sweating it too much around nine or 10 o'clock. And my dad was here. So he was stressing out because he came here from New Mexico and they don't have tornadoes in New Mexico. <laughs> so he's like, oh, hey, this, you know, it's coming this way. I'm like, oh, no, that's that's way up north, dad. You know, we're, we're going to be good. You know, but fast forward to midnight and I'm like, uh, dad, um, we, 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 we got to. What? I thought we were safe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to New Mexico. We just have poisonous animals down yeah, there that can kill yeah. us. Yeah, but uh, it was one of those weird things because I've experienced tornadoes, but I had this like false sense of. Uh, like lack of urgency because I've heard what they sound like and I wasn't hearing that sound. And well, Mo, by the time you hear it, it's too late. Well, probably. I mean, I've never been hit by one either. So maybe that's where that kind of uh, benign ignorance comes in. But you well, know, I can hear it coming. And I got plenty of, t- <laughs> you hear it <laughs> and it's going 60 miles yeah. an hour and it's sucking the roof off your house. Yeah. So yeah, I probably, we probably should have reacted a little bit more appropriately a little bit sooner. 
but um, I think where things really kind of came to like a full fruition is a day later when I was driving around and saw houses as close as like two blocks away that were just destroyed, roofs sucked off, trees. It looked like it looked like like a fantasy film, like a giant just walked through a forest and just trees were just spread and tore up and just that tornado just walked through. And it was uh, like, I'm still kind of jacked up today as I drive by those certain areas by my house. And it's just like, holy shit. Like I was that close to being impacted, uh, you know, by natural disaster. I mean, I had friends that one friend, she lost the roof off her house and they're probably going to total it. They're talking like 18 months before they can even, okay, yeah, before they even get to it, you know, because not only are the, you know, all these builders doing all this new construction, now all this damage happened. Uh, these people are going to be displaced for a long time. And then you look at the West side of Dayton, like Trotwood and all that area just mm-hmm. got destroyed. Yeah. It got hit really hard. Yeah. I mean, it was a big, what the F F five, some of the, they got, they got, uh, ID as high as F five. It did. Yeah. F, oh, like at least F3. one of them. Wow. The one that came by my house was ID as an F four. Really? So yeah. Like, like I said, it was some, like after kind of reviewing the game film, like it was scary. You know, I was scared after the fact. I didn't even know that because I heard the next day it was all F3s, which is still not. There's cool. still nothing to fuck around with. No, yeah. but you know, when you get the biggest of the big. Yeah. I didn't know it was that. I seen the pictures and it looked like the damn uh, Twister movie picture. Yeah, no joke. It's I just mean, like really dark and ominous. The pictures, I mean, massive. You can't even fathom the. The force that something like that generates. It's, it's like just, it's very scary, I guess, just for lack of a better term. Uh, fortunate from all the news that I've heard, fortunately there was only one fatality, um, that was up North. I think there's two, there's two, oh, there's there's one, two there now. was one in Beaver Creek. She okay. was home or she was, there's a guy. There was a woman then too. Well, yeah, that, was, no, there was a woman in Salina. No, that was a man. He was, oh, a, that, okay. he was a business owner. The woman had dementia and she was, okay. I did hear that one too. They found then, her so there remains were two. like near the river. Yeah. So I thought, uh, Who's the guy, the house, the car came through the house and killed him. That's what Brittany was telling me about. She's dispatcher. Oh yeah. She would know. Yeah. And that's three. Yeah. Yeah. He was sitting, he was in his bed and the, his car got picked up, yeah. thrown through his house and it hit, landed on him. Yeah. I think, uh, by the Beaver Creek mall, there was a vehicle that was thrown like half a mile. Yeah. You know, really? So yeah. It just, when you start looking at all these things and this perfect set of circumstances that has to occur for these multiple tornadoes to have happened, just. Yeah, it's uh, it's scary. Well, they said that we might be like have a new tornado alley or something like that. What do you call it? The dry line or something? I guess it's. I guess that's the line that tornadoes will travel, where the low pressure systems and the high pressure systems meet up. Oh, and really? I think it. They're saying it it's like it's now? moving north, and uh, I think that's kind of what we experienced a couple of weeks ago. I'll so. tell you what's nuts is that you know it kind of makes sense because over the last couple of years, you know we've. You had, you know, tornadoes, sirens would go off or whatever, but nothing ever would really materialize. Happen. Yeah. And the find out we had a tornado the week before that one. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. It was on the weekend. Week before, a week Thursday. after. And then, um, and then last year and the year before we had others touch down, but they were never of this magnitude. Mm-hmm. Like this is stuff you would see out West. Like in Oklahoma. Right. Yeah. Where there's. Where it's tornado farm. alley. Yeah. Where it's farms. Yeah. Yeah. It's all flat, flat like perfect conditions. Yeah. Yeah. And here it's just never really, we had one in the seventies that was like was this or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it completely destroyed an entire town. Like, yeah. holy smokes. And this did a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. It was pretty crazy, man. It's, I definitely didn't take it serious. I And I didn't either, you know, because of where we are, you know, these things don't happen here. Well, where I'm at, I was, I was in between. Yeah. It's lying above me and y'all below me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were never in danger, which is good, good, yeah. but yeah. it kind of sucks, you know, but, um, yeah, it was, to me, it's just like, yeah, they're going off. Yeah. Like, it's like, it wasn't a huge deal because we've heard them go off before, but I, I think part of the reason why that there were so few fatalities is that the news was very quick to get out there and say, what get your asses guy? to your basement. Who's that guy that got roasted? Jamie, Jamie Simpson. Yeah, so this guy comes on, his video went viral. Like he was losing his his crap because yeah. people were mad because the bachelor what was it? Bachelor. The bachelor, yeah. 
show got uh, taken off the air. And he was trying to warn everybody, like, this is legitimate going to happen. Like, you better take cover. And then next thing you know it, he loses his cool on live TV and he had every right to, Mm -hmm. and you know, jokes on all those other dumbasses who they're probably the same people who are in a traffic uh, accident, like in, uh, like, um, sorry, um, traffic, (laughs) (laughs) they're in traffic, but then you, you bitch about it, bitch about it because you got to get somewhere and then you roll past and someone's dead. Yeah. You know, you bitch about this, but you bitch literally about your TV self, show not being off, but and you bitch about being you know stuck in traffic for 20 minutes, but this person is being, you know, wheeled out of their car dead. dead yeah. And like in all fairness though, if nothing were to happen, it would have been a lot funnier. Cause like I was cracking up. Cause yeah, you shared it. Yeah. Cause it is yeah, funny. It was funny. He like blew up. I mean, it's not that I don't blame him, but it's just but the, kind of the, unprofessional, but then at the same time, like given the circumstances of what actually happened, yeah, he probably then, saved some people's lives. Yeah, for sure. But it is funny that he was like flipping out. And if nothing, he was happened, like, you people think I'm out here, you know, cause it's about it's my, my ego. ego. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a tornado coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you know what? He, he's the, fir- he was the first guy through the wall. Cause he was calling it like he's seen it. Yeah. And then everybody else started kind of picking up on that, but he's the one getting roasted and he's the one trying to, there was one channel I flipped on and it was obvious this girl hadn't had a lot of experience in front of the camera. Cause when I was watching it, she was stressing me out. Oh, I knew you're talking about, <laughs> I don't, I didn't catch the girl's yeah. name. I mean, she was doing her best to broadcast the information as best she could, but you could tell she was freaking out. I think like people forget that they're human sometimes though, too. Yeah. Like, even though it's like a profession, like, cause I know the one a news lady like was crying or whatever. But like, as she's reading that, first of all, she has like a little kid at home Mm -hmm. and then she's in the news center. Yeah. And like, that's where it was going to. And then like, you're knowing that there's catastrophic activity happening. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know. I don't, I think that's stupid when people are like, that's so unprofessional. Well, she's like a human. So you thought Jamie Jamie was unprofessional and he was doing his job. (laughs) He's like spouting off because he's mad. Yeah. He was mad because everybody. You thought it was funny too. It was funny. It was funny. It absolutely was funny. But he's sitting here. He's pissed because everybody else is mad. Because, because the Bachelorette's not Because on. their show got cut off because there's a huge. A national emergency. A huge storm coming through the you know Miami Valley here. And yeah, it was funny. But everybody was so mad at him and calling him. Because it was his fault. Yeah. He was, it was unpro- his fault. The tornado. He's happened. being unprofessional and taking time away from my show. <laughs> When, <laughs> look, I mean, honestly, what if, what if they didn't have the early detection? What, yeah. if, like in Xenia, you had, yeah. you would have how many casualties? Cause you don't, by the time you see it, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, yeah. You can't outrun a tornado. If it's coming to you, you ain't outrunning a tornado. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing is I think the early detection, you know, he was taking it serious cause he's, he's been a weather. That's his per- profession. Yeah. I yeah. mean, not saying obviously they're only right 50% of the time, <laughs> but <laughs> You know, and something man in baseball where you can be right 30% of the time and still make a million dollars. Also the bachelorette and the bachelor is gross. (laughs) Fight me if you think different. I had a friend that was on there. That's so nasty. Yeah. It really is. I don't even watch that type of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I mean the, the, the local community, it took a complete disaster for it to come together because this community is pretty divided. I would say, I don't know. It's just, but I, I would agree, but there's, it's been cool to see like people out there, like uh, restaurants just opening up, you know, saying, Hey, come, come get something to eat if you're hungry. Yeah. But why, you know, why does it take disaster? Why does it take yeah, that? To, yeah. It's, stupid, it, it's but. unfortunate, but I would much rather see that than like price gouging, you know, where people, I, I did see a couple of yeah, uh, posts where people $18 had $18 for, for a case of water, yeah. you know, it makes me like want to go punch someone in the face. Oh, absolutely. It makes you want to punch somebody in the face. Yeah. It's uh it's, it's crazy. Everybody came together. Community still, they've got years of rebuilding in my yeah. opinion. And it, yeah, well, there's a long way to I go. Can't, I haven't even heard how much it's going to cost, but it's just something crazy. I, I, I know we reached the threshold to, for state of emergency yeah. declaration. So, which is pretty bad. Yeah. But I don't know what that means for the people that like dealership that lost their, all their cars. Which oh is really? Crazy. I yeah. didn't hear that. Yeah. It's like every single car was destroyed. <laughs> and so, I mean, yeah, everybody's livelihood is, it's, is affected, was, was yeah. affected, but they're, you know, it's better to lose property than die. Than lives, yeah. So absolutely. So Jamie Simpson, give you props, yeah, shout man. Out, Even though it's funny as hell, <laughs> I definitely, <laughs> I definitely did a laughing emoji. Yeah. Jamie, you should come on our show. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag. I mean, <laughs> but yeah. But aside from all that uh, 
that negative and destructive forces. Personally, uh, I had the pleasure of having two of my boys graduate from high school uh, mm. during this time. My dad was out here for a little over a month because their graduations were kind of spaced out. So he just decided to come out and kick it with all of us. Nice. So that was really cool to catch up with my dad and spend some time with him. Actually went and played a round of golf. Yeah, <laughs> so that was cool. <laughs> um, yeah, my dad's a huge golfer. So got to share that with that. And uh, my uh, one of my sons, Caden, who's a, a golfer at, at his high school. And uh, I'll probably spend some more time out there on the links now. Where do you guys play at? On the base. Oh, cool. uh, Twin... Twin, twin somethings. Deep, twin Valley, twin. It's twin something. Yeah. Yeah. And I did, my only goal was to not lose any balls and I didn't. <laughs> I was super, I is was that, super excited. Is that because you don't hit them very far and it's easy to Well, I, if, if I keep them, you know, 20, 30 feet in front of me, <laughs> there's no way I can, yeah, I can keep track of it. I've at never that, golfed. At that point, you should start just kicking them <laughs> or throwing them. And on top of that, um, we, I came over uh, to CrossFit Access to, meet one of our listeners. Yeah. Tono Delgado. What up, who man? Is our first documented organic listener. Yeah. Who just happened to be coming through town and messaged bro a few days beforehand was like, hey, I'm gonna be in town Monday. For be Memorial, cool if I, Memorial for, Day. For Memorial Day. Be Thank cool God he left early and left those missed those tornadoes. Yeah, missed those tornadoes. But uh yeah, that was absolutely cool to have like our first like organic listener actually one reach out to us from the beginning and then yeah. two actually came by and met us and, 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 and hooked up with us. So that was really didn't cool. It looked like you enjoyed it. No, I didn't. <laughs> not, not at all. I, I don't enjoy the fitness. Yeah. Like, like my before and after photo look almost identical. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's supposed to be coming back through around August time frame. So hopefully he can give us enough lead time and maybe we can we make, sure, that party. make sure that happens when Team Mayhem is here. They're not coming till When? When now? It is in the end of August. Yeah. yeah. Okay. End of August. Yeah. yeah. And shout out to them. They just uh, closed on a house a few but, days ago. Yeah. That they're not living in for a few months. Yeah. Um, me personally, I've never purchased a house while stationed overseas. So I'd imagine that that's got to add a little bit more to the stress of the home buying situation. But uh, congratulations to them. Um, it sounds like they're really excited about that. But hopefully we can coordinate their visit with Tono coming through as well and have everybody else. Yeah. And everybody else and have the one more rep fest. Yeah. One more rep fest. Yeah. So, so Rick, yeah. I hope you're working on your, um, your, your, uh, balloon animals. Yep. (laughs) I didn't even know this was happening. We've been talking well, about we, it because yeah, you, you're never at the meetings. I'm not even That's invited why. to the party. No, you're not. We at the talk meetings. about it on the podcast. <laughs> uh, never heard that. I knew yes. that Megan Blake were coming, but never heard of one more rep fest. <laughs> You like just got guys, thing. guys, you've heard us talk about one more rep fest. No, you're like acting like it's Coachella. It is. Coachella is small before. potatoes compared to one more rep fest. <laughs> this is like fire festival. Yeah. Shit. I was about to say, it like fire festival. <laughs> no, no fire fest. No fire fest. There's going to be lavish tents around. Speaking of uh, uh, Rick coming out, is, is he going to be, what kind of clown is he going to be? Is he gonna he be can't like a, be a clown. Oh, you, you have well, a clown problem? No, I don't. Oh. Sunny, sunny. Like oh, she's she gonna does? come yeah, she to one more rep fest. She might. She was the OG of one more rep podcast. She was. She was one of our original editors. Yeah, she we, we edited our first ten so yeah. episodes. Yeah, yeah. We. Yeah, she was one of our original, uh, like people we asked for for critical feedback from, and she gave it to us. <laughs> she sure did. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Rick, I want to know: Is he going to be like what kind of clown is he going to be? Like a Ronald McDonald clown, or is he going to be like a Juggalo? I think he needs to be hit. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. It. If you're going to do a clown, we got to do it. <laughs> that, that'll totally set some people off the edge. But, uh, so we had some questions, Jenna, that people had asked us, um, on some of the social media channels. What Lavana, what did Lavana ask? What a wonderful capture. Thank you. Um, I hate those bots. What on is Instagram. a proper tip for the pizza guy? Oh yeah. So we, Adam. Yeah. So we really have to talk about him again. <laughs> well, apparently somebody, Brody tipped after said, he got ice cream last night. Yeah. Somebody said a, a no tip or whatever. Some people agreed with Jenna, but some, yeah. Do I you think, know how many messages I got? People messaged you about yeah, that. And they told me in person, they're like, you know, I kind of felt bad for you, but I felt like you were right. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Poor Adam, just trying to make it through college, you know. Yeah. College? He was a grown-ass man. Everybody looks like kids to me. I'm old. 
Yeah, I just. He's fine. Anyways, next question. <laughs> what was it? Have bro talk about excuses he hears in nutrition. Uh, and then that was from. Lavana. Lavana, our good friend, Lavana. Oh, man. Excuses you hear in nutrition. Well, what happened was. <laughs> that's how it usually starts. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or if it's like Lavana, Lavana. Uh, as soon as she steps in the door, bro, I had White Castle. She just comes clean. As soon as she, we walk she in. It's like, like professional. Yeah, yeah, but she peered her front squat by a she lot. She did? Go. Oh, See? Yeah, See? It was a White Castle yeah. for sure. No, she's, Keep it up, girl. It's all those carbs <laughs> and all the uh, preservatives. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I hear so many just. It, but when they start off, like, I'd be like, so how's it been going? Um, when they hesitate? It's been okay. And I'm like, Shit. What are we going to get into? So for guys, what's the most common excuse? Guys are actually pretty good about it. Uh, as far as trying to adhere or yeah, messing I mean, up? No, like not really messing up too much. Huh. So you do the females, which is kind of weird. So then for ladies, like what's something that you, you commonly hear? Schedule. I mean, it's, it always comes life. Down, yeah, yeah, life, which I, I really don't care. What I more care about, I care more about is um, how long they've been doing it. Mm-hmm. There's certain people who have less of a cushion, meaning, um, so someone that's overweight, they don't ever think that they can ever not be overweight in their life. That's just part of their normal. I don't know if it's normal. It's like eventually, like you know, you, you've typically have tried a fad diet. You've tried this and tried that, and it's not really taking effect. And because it's the wrong way to do it in essence. Oh, you, okay. You know what I mean? You're looking for the, the easy, the quick the easy button, but you don't know anything. You know, you know what you don't, you, you don't know, know what you don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So all that. And, uh, so someone's overweight, they have, in my opinion, less of, uh, their leash is a lot shorter, meaning they're going to be easier to, okay. if, if they was an indulge in something that we've been trying to get them away, away from, from and they try it. And then now, and so they, they feel guilt doing it, which it sucks that they feel that way, but they know it's, they shouldn't do it because they're not ready mentally mm-hmm. because people have a tie to food mentally. It's not a, yeah, I talked about that in the uh, body image one. Like I, I, I had an emotional attachment to food because yeah. so, food didn't judge me and food was always there when I was happy, when I was sad, you know, there was always that level of comfort that, oh, well food will make me feel better about myself right. for now. And so when someone is overweight and they, they I've make, make, made progress and then they relapse on something and then they do it again. And then I get there and I see it was like twice in a week. I'm like, Whoa, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not, you're not ready for this. And it's not, I'm not trying to be a dick, but it's me saying, look, you're on the, you are literally walking the edge, you're on the bla- edge you're of on, the blade. Yeah. yeah. It's like, if you go too far this way, you're going to resort to your bad habits and make it more of a norm because of two reasons. One, You've already messed up your nutrition for the week in quotations. Mm-hmm. So, or for the day. So you're just going to have a bad day. Mm-hmm. And then two, now you're going to start having those cravings again. And that's mm-hmm. the problem is it's such an addiction to sweets or whatever you find your trigger to be that you're going to go back to it because it's. Yeah. The brain has a similar reaction. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's to, what, to like drugs almost. Yeah. Yeah. Food and drugs, same thing. And, and you, you had said this on a previous episode. I don't remember what it was, but I asked a question about cheat meals. And you were like, hell no, don't, you can't cheat. And then you went on further to elaborate about situations similar to that when someone's always had a problem with their weight as it relates to food Mm -hmm. and eating poorly, that small triggering event can cause a tidal wave, Yeah, you know, and you start going full bore down that crazy train. Yeah. And And I I never looked at it that way. So, so it takes a long time. Some people that have been doing nutrition for six months or, and they completely have a handle on it. Totally different. If they fall off for even a week, it's sort of like, bash a pizza like, or even if they fall off for a week, you're like, Hey, got crazy, blah, blah, blah. That's cool. It's just, let's just, okay. It happens, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just don't make it a habit, obviously. Or you run the risk of going back to what you used to be mm-hmm. or slowly doing it. You know, if you're happy with how much you've lost, don't, you're going to be really unhappy if you put half of that back on Yeah, and by making these choices. But some people, like I said, they're, I have a handful of people who are very on that teeter totter of like, Hey, you're not, cause you, just cause you lost, you, you can't afford to make some bad decisions right now. You've lost 20 pounds, yeah. which is great. 
but, but we're still don't think that you're out of the woods yet because we're not. It's like, and I care more about physical. Always will ha- like the physical appearance will always happen if you stay true to a nutrition plan. Mm-hmm. It's more about the inside of their body. I care more about like the longevity, no no meds, no blood pressure, mm-hmm. all that crap at a young age. Like to possibly have, you know, a scare of a heart attack age in your in 30s your thirties, yeah, is pretty. Yeah, I've I mean I'm forty five and I've had friends that have had heart attacks. That that like that, that scares the shit out of me. Yeah. That my friends, I mean, I haven't anybody die of a heart attack, but just the fact that my friends are having heart attacks, you know, around 45 is like, what the, sh- yeah. holy crap. So it's like that. It's just, it's tough. You know, you got to watch, you got to watch it. And, but excuses. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard them all. Levana, we always talked about her, her, um, damn Starbucks. When I tell her, uh, she got her, she got all her carbs in. <laughs> just happened to be in one. What's well, cool though? She don't even she don't even think about having Starbucks anymore, which oh, good is really for her. cool. Like it's not Tell even. Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And I, I we were talking about. I think we were talking about running one day, and uh, she's like, "I'm not ever going to run that far." I was like, "Levon, all you have to do is imagine that you're chasing a Starbucks <laughs> latte that if you capture it and drink it, it has zero carbs." <laughs> And she's like, really? Yeah, right. So no, I, she's done real good. And other people like uh, talk Gary. He uh, he used to drink six plus Mountain Dews a day. Mm-hmm. He hasn't had Mountain Dew in like three or four months, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's down fifty eight pounds. I'm a sixty pounds. That's that's insane, man. Yeah, and that's that's been a while. I mean, you know, Joey's down big weight. Levana's down big weight. Uh, everybody's doing great. I mean, and others are down weight, but they're also gaining weight, which is what we want. Yeah. Too. A good weight. Yeah. Once you reach that point of equilibrium. Yeah. Yeah. So even though I hear excuses, I give them tough love and that's just keep them in check. Mm-hmm. Cause then I'll honestly, like I'm not, that's what they it. pay you for. Oh uh, yeah. Sometimes maybe they don't want to hear half the stuff I said. This is what you get. No, it is what you get because <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, Hey, look, this is the reality. If you continue to do this, this is going to happen. You're making a choice. Mm-hmm. Control one thing you can actually control in your life. And that is what you put, what in, you your put in your mouth. Yep. That's it. Like you can't control what happens at work. You can't control what happens outside mm-hmm. of work. You can control what you eat. And don't tell me that you didn't have any food prepared. So you went to fast food when I also do nutrition and I also can make a choice. If I have if it's nine 30 at night and I don't have food prepped, I can still go to the store. I can still get the food. Mm-hmm. I can still go home. I can still make it. And that means I'm eating at 1130, but I do it because I know I won't have food the next day. Mm-hmm. So I don't have it that night or I'm not going to have it the next day. So you can make the choice. You're making a choice not to, you're taking the easy way out. So, yeah. What else we got, Jen? Uh, um, changing gyms and what athletes oh, expectations yeah. and mindsets are when they enter or try out a new CrossFit gym. I'm currently in the process of moving and I'm leaving a great gym and I feel so much anxiety trying out new gyms. Yeah. Uh, uh, what you call it? Um, team mayhem. Yeah. Uh, during our live episode. Said the same thing. Uh, they had the same, uh, they're faced with the same challenge and anxiety yeah. of finding a new gym and, you know, kind of the same would apply, you know, you know, hopefully depending on where you live, you have choices. And, you know, explore all those choices, you know, bros always made offers. Like if, if you're, if you have questions about a gym, you know, hit him up. Yeah. You know, he'll be more than happy to do some advanced scouting. Um, depending on where you are, we might even know somebody in one of those areas, um, to maybe at least give you some boots on the ground Yeah, that can give you some Intel or some personal opinions. But I think some people get fixated on the first gym they had to go visit is the gym they have to join. You're right. It's actually a great point. <laughs> it's kind of like an emotional thing. Like, Oh, this is the first gym I'm going to. And, and this is when I'm, and this is, it, it's going to work. And I'm going to stay with it. And, and you really want to love it, but you, there's things you don't love about it. And you're yeah. like, dang, what now? Cause every time I've moved, I've never stuck with the first gym I visited. And I, and I don't think that's been on purpose, but I just, always gave myself an opportunity to, to not, uh, ask the first girl out, you know, that I, that I meet at school. (laughs) I mean, that's a total different subject, but (laughs) no, I I think, yeah, not you go in, you, 
you say you come, say someone leaves here and then and they move. Brian. Brian. Adam, yeah. Great example. Great example. He's yeah. having to do it every six weeks. <laughs> it seems like, yeah. And, um, it's been a process for them each time. I think this last time in, in where Cal- are they now? California. They're still in San Diego. They in San Diego. No, they're moving. They, they're moving to Oakland. Yeah. But they're three, five, seven. What? <laughs> uh, but this last gym, they, they had a more success. Uh, but it's just, it's a really large gym, like mm-hmm. 300, 400 members, something so like, like that. So like a, a big ass gym. Really, really big gym. Yeah. So they had better success there, but you know, the previous two places, I think it was, they've had really hard times finding a gym mm-hmm. um, from here. And, you know, the thing is most likely if you have a really solid gym, understand that you're not most likely not going to find something that will be better than that. Most of the time, mm. most times, sometimes you will. And, um, so you have to kind of go in with an open mind and really don't be married to it. Let it make you want to be married to it. Meaning if you go in like Mo and you want to, you want to join the first gym you join <laughs> and you, you're going to make it better, seem better than what it is. Mm-hmm. You're going to let things slide that you normally wouldn't yeah, because you, the, the, I call it the yeah, but factor. <laughs> You know, it's great. She, yeah, yeah. But yeah, she's really hot, but you know, she smokes crack. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So don't, uh, don't go to a crackhead gym. <laughs> is what no, I saying. Crack is bad. Crack is bad for many things. So yeah, I would say just do your due diligence and research it, check yeah. it out. If you don't like it, go, go to somewhere else. Yeah. And, and if I remember correctly, I think what bro and I kind of left in terms of that on the table was, go with one that you feel makes you feel right. Yes. You know, kind of go with your gut to that extent. You know, if it feels like the right gym, it probably, you know, it probably is the right gym. You know, that's cause I, I believe that individual that you're talking about is at a gym currently and is having to move for some reason or another. Yeah. Like she's really likes it. It seems like, Oh, well, I'm leaving a great gym. Yeah. Same thing with like Blake and Meg, you know, they say they're leaving a great gym, you know, but you know, due to his uh, military service, you know, he's required to move with it with a certain amount of frequency, but you know, luckily they're moving to a place that last time I checked has, has several gyms to offer. I'm just not exactly sure where they're living uh, once they get there. Yeah. I think we got time for one more. Um, well, well, we already did the people with big egos one. What would each of you do and why, if you had complete control of the CrossFit brand, <laughs> Man, this guy take another whole hour. Just summarize it. Jenna, you first. Yeah, go Jenna. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like things are always evolving and changing. So you kind of just, I don't know. I don't have control over it. I don't know. That's like a hard. What if? I know, but I. You're king for a day or queen. Your majesty, what would you do? Yeah, you're on your damn throne all queen the time. Queen Jenna. I don't really mind the way it is right now. I mean, at first it was kind of weird because change is always weird at first. Mm-hmm. And when everybody's like, oh, this sucks, then you're like, oh, it kind of does suck. You were one of those. Remember? I know. I think, I mean, I, I was. I think everyone kind of yeah. was. Yeah. She was sad because regionals was gone. Yeah. I was, it was always too, a goal. I mean, granted, I never, it was never a goal. Yeah, I was never, I, I was, I volunteered. I've been, but it was kind of like, you know, cool thing to go check out. Yeah. I would see athletes I would otherwise wouldn't normally get to see. I really, I honestly don't know. I'm bad at questions like that. (laughs) What are you good at? Not a lot. (laughs) Thanks. Social media. Killer. Yeah. You're killing the social media. Mm, Anyways, (laughs) next. Uh, Me, what would I change in its current state? I would uh, probably... Well, it would be two things. One probably eliminate the national champions getting a direct birth as well as the uh, direct birth to the games via the uh, online qualifier. Cause we, man, people cheat. People they cheat. Don't, they don't even watch all the videos. No. Uh, what would I change? I don't even understand everything that's going on. I think that's, I think I would, I would bring back the media team. I like that. I do miss the media team. The coverage you've seen the coverage at the rogue invitational. That was basically, it was the media team. Yeah, it was amazing. It was great. And, uh, 
I don't watch a lot of it. I watch some of the Rogue Invitational. It's mm-hmm. actually really, really good. And um, I really wanted to go, but you know, my son had to graduate high school, so and it was like three hundred. <laughs> so selfish, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I think I bring back the media team. I think that is is something important. I bring back the social media uh, as well that they got rid of. Yeah. Um, I mean, CrossFit is a visual sport. Yeah. Oh. And but other than that, I mean, like I've said in the beginning, like it. It really, everything else really doesn't affect me. If you want to go to games, you still have an ability to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still a fan of the sanctionals. I think it's, they're adding more. Um, 30, including the open and the games next year. They uh, released the schedule. So and, it's almost every weekend. And there's like one stretch where I think there's something every weekend for like. So many months. Like three months or yeah. something. So you still have the, you still have the ability to have the, uh, the outreach. Um, one thing I actually, I would, I, I would change this. And, uh, is the drug testing, mm. uh, for doping in the CrossFit games. Like, like they I said, use, like uh, I said, I don't, drug free sport. I don't care if yeah. you do it, but I think the testing needs to be ramped up and get, get the big dogs involved. And if you were trying to make this health operation, health, and you're worried about sugar <laughs> yeah, and dr- soda, yeah. but what, you got people. What, what about t- Durable? <laughs> <laughs> don't drink. <laughs> Coca-Cola, <laughs> but take this Duraball and but, asshole. But, but take anything with the, uh, with the suffix ball at yeah. the end of it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see you on Tuesday. You know, that's, it just totally blows my mind that you have, you have this going on. You have people using illegal substances and now getting popped. Invictus has been t- popped twice this year already. Uh, they just lost the MACC due to it. And, um, Another team, it was Misfits actually gets to go mm-hmm. and um, not Misfits. Yeah, it's Misfits. No, it was. They got the birth from the Mac. Travis. Travis Mayer? Nope. He won individual. Oh. Uh-huh. I don't know. He, they were just at, on, um, they're right beside us. They're with um, Jen Smith and those other people I showed you. Anyways, they got the birth and, um, but then Invictus just got the other birth at. Yeah. With the, they replaced, they, they, they added Margo. Yeah. They just got it at Granite Games. Yeah. And so whatever you want to cheat, go ahead. Uh, but I think that you need to ramp that system up and start really busting these people. And I was happy to see, I thought at first I, I read that or understood it, that, that these athletes were still going to be able to compete at sanctionals, but they're not, which is really good. So yeah, because it falls under the CrossFit. Whole umbrella. So that of, really yeah. screws them. That's even more, honestly, that's worse than the whole regional thing because, because now you can't make money at all. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's no other, there's no other league or anything like that, like grid or anything yeah. anymore where they didn't care. Like, who's that black chick got popped? What's her name? You know who I'm talking about. She got popped for steroids. <laughs> and the next thing she, it's she gets, she, it's because she wasn't that whole travel list or whatever. Whatever. She, she, yeah, she didn't give a test. And she, and when you, don't give a test. It's an mm-hmm. automatic, uh, yeah. Suspension I think that's and like ban. Barber said she wanted to stop competing because she like wanted to go live her life. And if you can't, if you can't be there, then they're going to say that it's a denial. Yeah. And then she, it would ruin her name. Yeah. But it's not like from my, from my understanding when it happened to Phelps, Laura Phelps, um, she was given, like a three day notice. Mm-hmm. And that was like three day notice. You can make, I'm not a, familiar with one. Did, did she not give a test or she refused the test? Okay. She couldn't make the time that they said. Okay. And, um, so she got a refusal and so they give you enough notice. They don't show up and knock on your door. Now, like a UFC, they do that. I think UFC, they just show up and like USA, hey, this this USAW, yeah. they do it at meets and they'll literally, they just show up <clears> and <throat> yeah, you have to give your, your test then. Um, but cause I think UFC uses USADA and I think, and, uh, I think USAW uses USADA as well. And CrossFit uses drug free sport. And I think the rules are a little bit different, but that would be challenging. I mean, obviously if you podium, you know, here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, congratulations. This is an off season. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. If you podium, yeah, I think if you win at sanctionals, you got to get yeah. the test and, and, and like you do a random test for a certain percentage of population. I don't know what CrossFit's uh, drug testing policy is, but I agree with what you're saying. If you're saying it's about health. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're so focused I, on sugar. Last time I checked, um, steroids, uh, under most circumstances when taken for 
athletic enhancement reasons are not healthy. <laughs> are they um, good for recovery? That's yeah, what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Yeah. I just thought it was like mainly for strength. No, it's recovery. Yeah, you, recovery you recover faster. Oh, hell, I'd take it. <laughs> edit, edit, edit. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, maybe when that broke back. No, I think that, yeah, the recoveries that we talked about, that's why most people, I see it being prominent in CrossFit because we talked about that with- Recovery being key, yeah. Yeah, when we um, did the podcast with the West Side and um, recovery, that's where CrossFitters actually- they, one rep max doesn't win you competition. Not in our sport, no. Cardiovascular capacity and, and endurance. Your ability to recover. Yep. Ability to recover is what wins you the sport. Same with cycling. It's not strength. <laughs> it's endurance. It's endurance. Yeah. And that's that's where it's at. And again, if you haven't watched it, Icarus. Icarus. Absolutely mind-blowing. Yep. What's your thoughts, Jenna? On what? Icarus. Mind-blowing? Yeah. Cool. She hasn't, for, she hasn't, watched, she hasn't watched it. Yeah, I did. I watched it. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. And if you guys have watched it, you still haven't shot us any messages about it. So hit us up. All right. So that brings to a close our catching up episode. Um, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on all your podcatcher apps. Um, leave us a written review, five stars, of course, on any medium on which you're listening to this show. And that brings this episode to a close. I'm on. I'm out. Peace. Bye. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast, or on Twitter at Can I Get One More, or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. <laughs>